Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right. This is Elder G. Bazaar. This is Watchman on the Wall. Watchman on the Wall is on tonight. Uh, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one that was, the one that is, and the one that is coming, the Almighty, the Everlasting Father. It's a blessing to be with you tonight to talk to you about the Word of God, about the love of God, about the mercy of God, how much you love the world so much. We're here to talk about end-time events that's going to usher in the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm here to preach the word in season, out season. If you don't like it, good. If you don't, if you do like it, good. But I tell you one thing, there's no other name, no other name, no other name given under heaven whereby any man can be saved than through the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the only one who can save your soul. No other name on the other side of heaven, on this side of heaven, can save your soul but Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father unless they come by Jesus Christ. So, I'm going to settle that now with the Lucifer, the devil, and all his cohorts. He can have all kinds of different religions in the world today to try to claim that they know God, but there's only one way you can know God, and that's through Jesus Christ, the one that died on Calvary's cross, shed his blood for your sins, my sins, sins of the whole world, because man that's born of a woman has few those that live, and men are born in sin. Men are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Did your mother conceive you until this day? There's no other man on the planet. No other man was born sinless, sinless. There's only one man that was born sinless, and that was Jesus Christ. And that when I say Jesus Christ, I'm saying that Jesus Christ is God Almighty. God Almighty. God Almighty in the flesh. God became flesh, dwelt among us. We beheld the glory of the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father. So no denomination, no occults, whatever new religions is coming on the scene, whether religions that went in the past, because let me tell you something, salvation, salvation is not a religion. Salvation is a relationship with the only wise God and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because it was Jesus Christ who suffered and died on Calvary's cross. So don't come with me with some other man or some other deity or some other crackpot that calls himself Christ because Christ is God's son, God Almighty in the flesh. So tonight we are going to talk about two churches, two churches that's on the planet. There's the false church, and then there is the true church. The false church is ran by Satan. The true church is ran by Jesus Christ. Where in the scripture does it say that Jesus Christ is the head of the church? 
What does it say in the scripture where it says Satan is the head of false religion? You hear what I said? False religion. Anybody that say they got religion or anything they got say they got salvation and exclude Christ out of it, it is an occult. It is diabolical. It is of the devil because the devil knows there's only one way you can get to heaven. And you're not going to get to heaven by just going to church. You're not going to get to heaven by singing in the choir. You're not going to get to heaven by the color of your skin. You're not going to get to heaven by how hard you work in the church because works cannot justify you. Works cannot save you. Works is a, a duty that you do to try to prove yourself that you're religious. But let me tell you, Jesus Christ did all the work. He died, suffered hung on cross, put in the grave, stayed in the heart of the earth, went to hell, preached to those in prison, got up, got up on the third day morning with all power and in heaven and earth in his hand. And he's definitely coming back. He's coming back, church. He's coming back to get a church without a spot, without a wrinkle, without anything that's defiled. He's going to rapture the church out in a moment of a twinkling of an eye. The trumps of God shall sound, the dead in Christ shall rise, and we that remain alive shall be called to meet the Lord in the air. Woo! Hallelujah. As we get ready to go into word, I'm going to offer for prayer. Father, we come to you tonight. Thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. And those that's listening to the word of God tonight, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, use my lips for play, let I speak to your people. We realize that time is short, the day is far spent, the sun is going down. We realize that you're God all by yourself, and there is no other God but you. And you're the Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one that died on Calvary's cross for our sins, that man could be eternally saved through his blood. For without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Church, say amen. All right, two kind of churches on the planet today. The false church the one that's ran by Satan and his demons and his devils, the one that was established by Satan, he calls it, he wants to be the true church, but Satan cannot build a church. It, 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 what it is, it's a religious system. It's a religious system that is on the face of the earth today, and I'm going to give you exactly where it's at found in the book of Revelation, and the true church is found in the book of Revelation, and the true church is found in the book of Ephesians. But well, I'm going to read out of the book of Ephesians to give you the qualification of a true church and what God is going to do for the church and what he did for it through his son, Jesus Christ. In the book of the fifth chapter, the fifth chapter of Ephesians, Ephesians, it says, Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify. All right, the word sanctify means to be set apart. It means your spirit, your soul is set apart. From sin, you're saved by faith, not by works, least any man should boast. So you're sanctified, means that you are made pure, your soul, your spirit is set aside 
for the service of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and cleansed it. He cleansed it with the washing of the water by the word. The word of God is like like a detergent. It's better than the detergent. It will wash you clean, clean. Wash your soul, your spirit clean through the blood of Jesus Christ. This is this is the true church now. This is what the church that Jesus Christ is coming back after. Amen. He's not coming back after no uh, uh, lying church, backbiting church, hypocrite church. He's not coming after white church. He's not coming after black church. He's not coming after Pentecostal church. He's not coming after Baptist church. He's coming after a church that he purchased with his own blood. His own blood. The blood of Christ, his blood brought the church into existence. It was here, but it was brought into existence. I'm going to show you the verses. I'm going to show you the chapter where the first church was conceived. The first church was conceived in the book of Acts. But first, we want to read the condition and what kind of church Jesus Christ is coming back after. Lord, Ambers, I mean, he's coming after a pure church. It says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself. This is God's church. This is the church that Jesus Christ mentioned in the book of Matthew 16, chapter 18, verse. He told Peter, up on this rock, I'm going to build my church. Christ going to build the church. I can't build the church. No organization can't build the church. Christ is the foundation of the church. He's the head of the church. How did Christ purchase the church? He purchased the church with his blood, the cross, the cross of Jesus Christ. Christ died. God himself in the flesh. Huh? Christ is God Almighty in the flesh. He became man. He came to his own. His own received him not. But as many received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. And that was the Jewish nation. He came to the Jews first. And the Jews rejected him. And by the Jews rejected him, the Lord God Almighty cut the Jews off, and he said, I'm going to engraft, I'm, I'm going to engraft the what? The Gentiles. That's the heathen nations. Anything born without, outside of the Jewish teaching is heathens. So the world is mostly consistent of heathens. Heathens are lost. Heathens are undone. Heathens are sinners. And I know the Jews were born in sin and shaped in iniquity, but they were chosen of God to do a mission, and that mission was three things that God chose Israel to do. Then number one, he chose them to write the Holy Scripture. Number two, to bring the Messiah into the world. Number three, to show the other nations that there's only one true living God, and that God is the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob, the God of the universe, the God of gods, and the Lord of lords. He is self-existent. He don't need nobody to tell him nothing because he's all God by himself, don't need you. You can't question God because God is God. Man is made out of the dust of the ground. God breathed into his nostrils. He became a living soul. So man is a living soul made out of the dust of the ground. Man is not God. 
Man is not God, but men today think they can outmaneuver God. Woo! You're a fool if you think you can outmaneuver God. Because God, listen, is self-existent. There's no beginning to him. There is no end to him. He's forever. He was before I got here. He was before you got here. He was before the world got here. He was before anything. There was nobody but God. And when everything else is folding up like an envelope, God will still be in existence. Woo! The church that Jesus Christ said he was going to build, he's been working on it for 2,000 years. 2,000 years, men, women, boys, and girls is receiving salvation ever since the day of Pentecost. Ever since the day of Pentecost, souls have been saved. But yet and still the world is in such shape for now that it seems like God is not saving nobody, but he's saving. He's saving every day, every minute, every second. Somebody's coming to Jesus Christ. And let me tell you now, if you're not ready, guess what? If you're not ready to receive Christ today, shame on you. Shame on you. Because let me tell you, when Christ descends from heaven with a shout, if you're not ready, if you haven't been born again, Ooh, baptized with the Holy Ghost and, 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 and telling people about the love of Jesus Christ and tell people about how he died and suffered on Calvary's cross for my dirty, rotten, low-down sin himself. Woo! Because the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But one thing about it, your soul can be saved, but your flesh is still in that sinning condition. And yet and still, God said, I love you so much, I'm going to save your soul. And later on, amen, when I come to rapture the church, I'm going to redeem your body. I'm going to transform your body from an earthly body into a heavenly body, and your body's going to be just like Jesus Christ come back. When he come back, my mortal body will be changed to immortality, and I'll become, woo wrapped up in a spiritual body, Ooh, and I'm going to be called to meet the Lord in the air. Ephesians 5 and 28 says, 5 and 27 says, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, a glorious church, not a sinning church, not a not a whorish church, not a lying church, not a backbiting church, not a, no, no, a glorious church, not having spot nor wrinkle, any such thing, but it, that that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own body. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourished and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. See, the body of Christ, you become a part of the body of Christ through the new birth. The new birth says that you have been changed from that old sinful way. You have been changed. Your soul, your spirit have been changed. You have been called out of darkness into the marvelous light. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, asking him some questions, and Jesus said, ye must be born again. What was Jesus saying? 
he was saying that you must have a changed life through my death, my suffering, my birth, my death, and my resurrection. You must be born again by my Holy Spirit after I've been resurrected from the dead. Jesus Christ could not save nobody until after the resurrection because somebody had to pay for the sins of the world. The sins of the world, meaning that all men have sinned and come short of the glory of God, in order for God to be reconciled back to mankind, somebody had to be a mediator. Somebody had to be a perpetrator. Somebody had to be an advocate. Somebody had to be a substitute. Nobody was able to be a substitute. Nobody. You hear what I said? Nobody was able to be a substitute and die for the sins of man but Jesus Christ. Why? Because he's God. He's God Almighty in the flesh. And when he was born, he was born sinless. No sin on him. No sin in him. He was born sinless. He was born by the Holy Ghost and came through Mary's womb and was wrapped in human flesh and came down through 42 generations. And guess what? He stayed on this earth 33 and one-half years, and he talked to the disciples. He walked on the water. He cast out devils. He changed people's lives and healed them and, and, and comforted them. And he said, now, listen, I can't do nothing. I've got to do one thing before I leave this planet. I've got to die for humanity. You see, there's a penalty for sin, and the penalty for sin is death. Man cannot die for himself. No man can die for you because man is a sinful creature. He's a sinful creature. Look at our world. Look how sinful our world is. Look how backwards people are. Look how people are killing each other. Look how people are whoring each other. Look how, look how the, 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 the human race done turned gay, done turned punks, done turned faggots. Look, look how preachers are preaching the gospel today. They're preaching uh, uh, motiva- motivation speeches, and they're preaching money. They're preaching sex. They're preaching fame and glory. They're not preaching the cross. They're not preaching the suffering of Jesus Christ. They're not preaching the, the, the power that's in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the world is going to hell in a handbasket because the world is in such a mess today. And people are saying, what's the matter? What's the matter? Is the world, what's wrong with people? People are living what? Without God. No God in their life. No Christ in their life. They're living on their own. They're living under the influence of the old loose loop for Lucifer, the devil himself. Lucifer is the cause. Listen, Lucifer is the cause of the world being in the shape it is in today. Lucifer is the devil. Look at how people are living. Look how people are killing each other. Look how men are men being raped and women are being raped. Look how little children are being uh, 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 under uh, prostitution and, 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 and child pornography. Look how the government is running the government. Look how people are cheating and lying and backbiting and whoremongering and fornicating and doing all kind of wicked stuff. All kind, And the world is getting worse and worse. But the world won't do this. The world will not repent. They won't be sorry for the sin they have done against our holy God. 
a holy God that can't stand sin, a holy God that's going to pay the penalty for sin. And guess what? God could have wiped out the whole planet and left, left, left mankind alone and let everybody go to hell. But the Bible tells me in John 3, 16, he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. But God didn't just destroy the world. He destroyed the whole and giving the world under the flood. But the reason he destroyed that is because the people wouldn't get on the ark. They rejected the ark. They rejected the boat that Noah had built. They refused the boat that Noah built. And it took him 120 years. And 120 years, nobody came on. And the only ones that were saved in the Andivino world, the only one that was saved before God destroyed the world by water is eight people. You understand what I'm saying? Eight people were saved by water. Noah took 120 years to build the ship. And when he built the ship, he offered all those people that seen him build the ship, seen the animals go on the ship. He offered them an invitation to come on on the ship, and the people laughed at it. They joked at it. They called him an old bald-headed fool, you old, you old, you old man. You don't know what you're talking about. There ain't no such thing as no rain. We ain't never seen rain, never felt rain. We are, you crazy. You don't lost your mind. You need to put in a mental institution. And the world got wicked. It got wicked. It got so wicked that God said, I can't bear to look at it no more. I can't take it no more. I got to eliminate. Ooh, over oh, half of mankind. And out of the half of mankind, only eight souls got saved by the water on the boat. And Jesus Christ comes along 2,000 years later, even maybe 4,000 years later, and said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man comes. And that's where it's going to be. It's going to be the same way because when Christ comes back, the world is not going to have an invitation for him. The world don't want Jesus to come back. The devil don't want Christ to come back down on this world and straighten it out because that's the only way it's going to be straightened out. Only way things are going to get better, Jesus Christ has to come back. And before he comes back, judgment is going to fall on this planet. Ooh, it's going to get bad after a while. It's going to get so bad, somebody's going to say, what are we going to do? How can we live? There's a food shortage. There's a, a, a money. They're trying to change the money. They're trying to change the, the, the order of the family. They're trying to say that two men can get married today and have a family. That's a line wonder. Two women can get married and have a family. That's a line wonder. That's from the pits of hell. Because Jesus Christ said, I'm the head of the church, and the church is my body. And this body that I'm going to do, I'm going to sanctify it. I'm going to cleanse it. Because when I, when I come to get, they got to be they got to be sinless. They got to be they got to be redeemed. And if you haven't been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, you're going to be left here. Listen what oh oh Apostle Paul says about this. He said, For we are members of His body and of His flesh. And of his bones, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they shall they too shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, 
let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. This is the order of a marriage. This is the order that Jesus Christ is using to emphasize the church. Jesus Christ is the head of the church, and the body of Christ is the bride. And guess what? We are going to be married to Christ one day. We are going to go to heaven one day. We are going to leave this old crooked backward generation where men have no concern of concern about their soul. This is the false church. This is the satanic church, the one that have no desire to come to Christ and be born again. Because except you be born again, Jesus said this, Except you be born again, born again, what, of the water and of the spirit. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. For God requires holiness. God requires sanctification. God requires justification. And now the world is saying, we're going to go to heaven any kind of old way, but you won't make it. The only one way you can go, and that's through the cross. No cross, no crown, no redemption. No salvation, no death, no salvation. If Christ wouldn't have been resurrected from the dead, Brother Bazaar would go to hell faster than a speeding bullet. But thank God, thank God Almighty, thank God for his love. He not only loved me, but he loved the world. He loved the black people. He loved the white people. He loved the, the Jew. He loved everybody. And that's why he was so willing to give up his son, Jesus Christ, so that man could be saved from the pits of hell. Because hell is real, my friends. Hell is real. Don't let nobody fool you. Don't let nobody jive you. Don't let nobody hoodwink you. They don't nobody tell you there ain't no hell. And guess what? If you go to hell, God will not put you in hell. You put yourself in hell. How can I go to hell? I can go to hell by one thing. One thing I can go to hell for. Think about it. I can go to hell for one sin. Not counting all the other sins I've done, but this is one sin that I would definitely go to hell. If I go to hell, I go to hell because, listen, because I rejected the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. I rejected his suffering. I rejected his love. I rejected him hanging on the cross for six long hours. I reject him from bowing his head and giving up the ghost. I rejected him when he went to the bowels of hell and set the captive free. I rejected the resurrection of Jesus. If I reject that, I'm going straight to hell if I don't get my sins washed away by the precious blood of the Lamb. If I don't come to Jesus Christ by repenting of my sins and turning from my lying self, my wicked self, my selfish self, my hatred self, I'm going to go to hell because I reject the love of God. Oh, God so loved you so much he gave his son, and if you reject his son, hell will be your home. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. You can be the greatest preacher in the world. You can be the greatest songwriter in the world. You can be the greatest of the greatest of the greatest. But if you die without Christ in your life, hell will be your home. That is what the false church is going to end up at. I'm going to show you the condition of the false church. I'm going to show you what she looked like. I'm going to tell you what she looked like. I'm going to tell you exactly what the Bible says. Now, we don't got a picture of the true church. 
It's a glorious church. It's a sanctified church. It's a church that Jesus Christ purchased with what? His own blood. Because the soul is in the blood. And when Jesus Christ shed his blood, he opened up a fountain filled with blood that flows from Emmanuel's veins. If the sinner fall beneath the flow, he'll lose all his guilt to stain. If you come to Jesus by faith, faith is a substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. For you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder for those that diligently seek him. Are you seeking the Lord tonight? Are you seeking him? Are you looking for him? Do you want him? Have you have had experience with the Holy Spirit and the love of Jesus Christ coming into your life and changing you forever? Have you ever experienced that? If you haven't experienced it tonight, you need to come on in and confess your sins, not to me. You don't have to confess it to nobody else. You confess to Christ and say, Lord, I am a low-down, dirty, rotten, lost soul, and I need you right now. Oh, yes, you can go to church. You can go to church for 50 years, 60 years, 80 years. You can go to church till you can die in the pews. But let me tell you, if you have never been to the experience of the power of God through the new life, of Jesus Christ walking in your life and filling you with the Holy Ghost and with his love, you will die and be lost forever in eternal hell. The false church is on the planet today. The false church was started in the 11th chapter. Listen, the false church was started in the 11th chapter of Genesis where the world was coming to a one world order and Nimrod gathered all the nations of the world and said, let's build us a tower to heaven that we can, what, make a name for ourselves. That's the, that's the identity of a false church. And the world came together under one umbrella, and they began to build a tower to heaven to reach into the heavens and become like gods. And God came down. And God came down in the 11th chapter of Genesis. He came down and confused the language and destroyed the Tower of Babel. And now they tell me the devil is still working on trying to get his church together. And this church consists of every low-down, abominable thing that you can think of. This church practiced all kind of witchcraft, voodoo, voodoo, the Illuminati's, all these different kinds of a secret society, Satan is gathering his people together because at the end of time, there's going to be a thing called the world church. I'm going to show you in the scripture where the world church will be formed in the book of Revelation at the 17th chapter. Let's see what it says there. Let's go there in Revelation, the 17th chapter of Revelation. Revelation. The church is forming today. This is a false church. The sixth, the 17th chapter of what? The 17th chapter of Revelation. This is a false one world church government. This is where it comes to a head. This is where all the denominations, all denominations, those people who have rejected Christ, you hear what I said? All these people who have rejected Jesus Christ up to this time in the book of Revelation of the 17th chapter, 
These people have never known Christ. They've never experienced Christ. They've never repented of their sins. They're still doing the same old sins they've been doing for years. They don't have no regard of the deity of God Almighty. They have no regard of the birth, death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They don't believe in being redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. They have a form of garlands, but they ain't got no power. Oh, yes, they go to church. They sing in the choir. They get behind that pulpit and preach the word, but they ain't preaching nothing because it's not of God. Amen. Anybody that denied that Jesus Christ is not the Son of God, they're not of God. Because if you are the Son, if you're a Son of God, you will confess. You will confess that Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the flesh. This is John the Revelator telling us about this false church. This false church is known as in the book of Revelation, the third chapter, the last church age is Laosia. Laosia church age is on the prowl. It's on the prowl. Already the Pope, the Pope of Rome is gathering all the nominations together. He's gathering all the nominations together, and he's telling them, and he's diluting the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's telling people that it's not necessary that Christ had to die on the cross, although they carry a cross, but they just, they just carrying it on a show-off, but they really don't have a hard experience with the power of God to change their lives. They've been living the same old life for the longest time that they've been living until this present day. And here we see in the book of Revelation, Leo City is called the what? The lukewarm church. They're neither hot nor cold. They have a form of godless, but they ain't got no power. And the power is the power of love, the power of forgiveness, the power of sanctification, the power of justification. They don't have nothing concerned about that because they're doing the same old thing. And what are they doing? Listen. Woo! Listen to this. Listen at this. This is Bible now. This, this ain't something I made up. This is what this church is, is composed up of. In the book of Revelation, the 21st chapter, 7th verse, said, He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. The only way you can be God's son is through his blood. If you haven't been born again, you are not God's son. You're a son of Satan. You belong to the devil. The devil has control of the human race. Why? Because of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve fell in the garden. They disobeyed God and the whole creation. The whole human race fell to sin. And the only way that the human race can be brought out of sin, saved from sin, sanctified from sin, glorified from sin, justified out of sin. The only way the only way is through Christ, Christ, Jesus Christ. People use his name and slander. They cuss him. They lie on him. They talk about him. They make fun of him. They say he doesn't exist. He didn't die. But that don't change who Jesus is. He's the same yesterday, 
same today, the same forevermore, and here you and me, our little puny selves, trying to tell God how to run things, and we can't even run our own business. But let me tell you what. Guess what? Here's the ones that belong to this false church. And then I'm going to show you what the false church is in the book of Revelation, 17th chapter. It says, the eighth verse, but the fearful, the unbelieving, the non-believer, the abominable, the murderers, the whoremongers, the sorcerers, the drug addicts, that's what that means, sorcerers are drug addicts, the idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. That eighth verse gives you the picture of the lost souls that will belong to this church this false church. Now, here is the false church. The false church is found in the 17th chapter of Revelation. Let's see what condition she's in compared to the one that's found in what? The one that's found in Ephesians 5, 5th chapter, the 12th verse. In the 17th verse, let's see what it says about the false church, the, the one that Satan will control in the last days. And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vows, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. Sitteth, that sitteth upon many waters represent sitteth upon the nations of the world, sitteth upon the population of the world, this great whore. So this here false church is a great whore. She's physically a whore and spiritually a whore. She's a whoring after everything that's opposite of God, unrighteousness. Now listen. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. Look at fornication going on today in the churches, in the majority of the churches. Fornication is going on around the world. Listen. And the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of fornication. In other words, they make drunk with sex. Sex. All kinds of sex. Group sex. All kinds of sex. All kinds of nasty, ugly-looking, abominable things that they do behind closed doors. You got homosexuals, you got lesbianism, you got sodomites, you got people having sex with animals, you got people who are doing all kinds of sex acts behind closed doors in this church and call themselves a Christian, call themselves, but you can't mix Christianity with this garbage because this woman is like a garbage dump. But look how she looks. Look at this. He said, the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk. The government is drunk with sin. All these secret societies is drunk with sin. The Baphonets, 
the Kabbalah, the Illuminati, they are drunk with sex all the time, never get tired, wear themselves out, tear their bodies apart. Oh, my God, the veteran venereal diseases and STD and all kinds of stuff is going out today amongst sex relationships, homosexuality with AIDS and HIV, my God, and they call themselves a, a, a child of God. No, it ain't going to happen. It's a lying wonder. These are bound hell souls going on to hell because they haven't received Jesus Christ. They haven't repented of their sins. They haven't turned from their wicked ways. They're drinking fornication. They're drinking homosexual. They're drinking lesbianism. They're drinking baby killing. They're drinking pedophiles and young girls and using them for a pushing pin. Oh, yes, they are. This woman is a false church, the church that Satan is ahead of because Satan is a a fallen angel, and he's full of iniquity. He's abominable. He's a liar. He's a traitor. He's a deceiver. He's a red dragon. He's the one that the prince power there. He's the one that's flying over your head right now, and he's seeking and roaring like a lion. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, he's going to kick you. He's going to keep you as long as he can. But until you make up your mind, and tell the Lord Jesus, uh, one thing I don't want to do, one thing I don't want to do, I don't want to go to hell uh, because I rejected you. I want to go to heaven, and the only way you can get there, you got to turn from your sin. you got to hate sin. If you don't hate sin, woo, you love sin. And if you love sin, you love the devil. And the devil ain't got nothing but goodies for you. He got a whole lot of things that you think is good, but they're not good for you. He said, look at this. He looked at this. Now, the third verse says, so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman set upon a scarlet beast, colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The seven heads represent the seven world empires. The seven world empires is known as Egypt, the Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Median Persian Empire. We got the Grecian Empire. We got the Roman Empire. These empires today have came and gone with the same spirits that they existed in the ancient of time. They're coming back as a strong force to form this world, world church. And when they form this world church, they will deny, they will deny the Lord Jesus Christ. They'll tell the Lord, we don't need you. We don't want you. We're going to worship the Antichrist because the Antichrist will give us privilege to do anything we want to and still think we're going to heaven. But you can't go to heaven unless a change comes into your life. In other words, you've got to be born again. <clears throat> All right? And it says the seven heads and the ten horns. The seven heads, ten horns. The ten horns represent the European common market. The European common market. NATO. NATO. Ten nations. Ten nations today that has already formed. And he took from 1948 until 1981 for all ten horns to come together. And Daniel said, I saw ten horns. These ten horns represent the United Nations of NATO. 
the ten toes, the ten horns, the ten kings, and the ten crowns represent the European common market. And the European common market will be headed by the Antichrist because John, I think it was then old Daniel, he said, look here, I saw all these ten horns, and when I looked again, I saw another little horn, and this little horn represents the eleventh horn that will come about the ten horns, and these ten horns will be under control of the one horn that will be called the horn that had eyes and spoke great things against the Most High, which represents nobody else but the Antichrist. The Antichrist is the eleventh horn, and the eleventh horn, was the nation of Spain. The ten horns came into existence. Listen to me now. I know this is kind of like over your head, but I got to break it down to you. The ten horns represent the first three nations that came into existence in 1948. In 1948, Denmark, Great Britain, and Ireland. That was the first three. The next three, 1952, Luxembourg, Netherlands, and Belgium, that's six. The next three, West Germany, France, and Italy, that's nine. That's nine homes. From 1948 to 1973, nine homes that came into existence. In 1981, 1981, about eight years later, Greece came in. That was the 10th horn. That was the 10th horn. These nations exist today, right now, right now. And they're placing themselves as NATO. NATO, North Atlantic, Atlantic Treaty Organization. This is organized by Lucifer. Lucifer is the organizer of this. Lucifer is the one that the Bible calls the God of this age. In other words, the, the devil is ruling the earth, ruling humanity now. Humanity is under the influence of Satan, and Satan is taking over the world in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve, good God Almighty, when Adam and Eve ate that fruit of knowledge of good and evil, she handed the world over to the devil. The devil said, it's mine now. And my plan is to destroy the human race. I'm going to destroy the creation of God's people. I'm going to eliminate them like rabbits. I'm going to eliminate them like ants. I'm going to try to kill and murder and rape and everything I can get my hand on because the devil didn't come for, for three things. He come to kill, rob, and destroy, and he's robbing people today. He's killing from people. He's He's, he's murdering people. He's doing criminal crime that to tell me the jailhouse is full of raw criminals that's full of demonic powers to rape and kill and, and cheat and whoremongering. He's got power to do what man allows him to do. But there's a greater power than he is. And that power is found in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I got all power and heaven knows in my hand. And I can move in when I want to, and I can move out when I want to. And Jesus Christ is getting ready to move in on humanity pretty soon because it's going to come to a rotten core. Humanity is going to become rotten. And it's nothing but the mercy of God that we're still here on this planet because God is sick of sin. 
He's tired of sin. He has done all that he could do. He can't do no more. When he gave up his life and went down in the grave and got up on the third day morning, Jesus Christ, God Almighty, can't do no more. He can't can't come back down here and die again. And he can't save you over and over again. Either you get saved and be lost forever, or you're going to be lost forever if you don't get saved. You're going to have to go to hell and do what? Pay for your own sin. Since you didn't want Jesus Christ to pay for your sin, and you enjoy sin, and you never repented of your sins, and you never came to Christ and turned from right, turned from unrighteous to righteous and repent and ask God for forgiveness and turn from your low-down, dirty, rotten attitude, everything that you've got is not like God. You need to, to turn it over to the Lord Jesus Christ and let him sanctify your soul and let him save your soul. Because there's nobody, there's nobody going to heaven without Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you will not go to heaven. You can work your fingers to the bone because works is not going to save you. Your good looks ain't going to save you. Your mama, your daddy, your dog ain't going to save you. Nothing can save your soul but Jesus Christ. Get it through your head. Get it through your heart. Get it through your mind. And ask the Lord to convict you of your sin and let you, let, let you see yourself and know that you need a Savior, a loving Savior, a merciful Savior, a Savior that gave his life. He said, I got power enough to lay it down. I got power enough to pick it up again. Listen here. These ten horns are the ten European common market. And the eleventh horn that will come up from amongst the other ten horns, and that nation was Spain. Spain, Spain is the eleventh horn. And out of the eleventh horn will come, will come. Brothers, I know what he's talking about. I'm not talking off the top of my head. I'm talking from the scriptures. I'm talking about experience. I'm talking about reading, studying God's word, that I won't be ashamed of the word of God. The Antichrist is here. He is here. He's alive. And he's on the planet now. And he's coming from Madrid, Spain. His name is King Felipe. He's the son of Juan Carlos. And Juan Carlos is a descendant of the throne of David down through the times where Jews intermingled with the Gentiles and they became, they call themselves kings and princes and captains and, and lords. And then now this man called Juan Carlos had a son in 1968. He was born. And he took control of the throne in 2014 because Juan Carlos gave it to him because he was too old. And now King Felipe is ready. And the Jews are looking for him. The Jews are re- getting ready to rebuild a temple. The Jews got the five red heifers. The Jews is looking for the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant. The Jews are getting all the temple utensils together to offer sacrifices up again. And guess what? 2023 is a dynamic year. Woo! God is going to move and show the world that his word is true. His word is right. You can deny it. You can burn it. 
You can try to do all you can to wipe it out of your mind, but it's coming to a time where you ain't going to be able to buy or sell. You ain't going to be able to do nothing because Satan is going to take control of this world for seven years. He's going to have control of the economical system, the political system, and the religious system. He's going to ask you who you want to bow down to. If you want to bow down to the Antichrist, you have to receive a mark on your right hand or on your forehead. If you refuse to bow down to the Antichrist, you will be beheaded by the guillotine. And the United States now already got 60,000 guillotines in Georgia, in Alabama, and they're getting ready to use them within the next six or seven years. So you say, that's a long way off. No, it ain't. Because there's a seven-year tribulation coming. And the seven-year tribulation is right at your doorstep. In 2023, I believe, I'm talking right now, in 2022, I believe next year, I believe next year with all my heart and all my mind, because I thought it was going to be this year that the rapture was going to occur. But let me tell you, there were some things that need to be having a touch-up, and that touch-up is there's going to be a war, World War Three. World War Three is coming on the scene, and World War Three will be started off by Putin, Russia. Gog and Magog, Meshach and Tugel, they're working on it right now. They're trying to get rid of Ukraine. They're bombing them. They're killing people. They're raping the women. They're burying them alive. They're doing everything because Putin says, I want Ukraine. If I get Ukraine, I'm going to do something that no other nation has ever tried to do, and that is come down up on Jerusalem and capture the Middle East. And he's a lying wonder because God said you ain't going to touch the apple of my eye. You ain't going to touch my Jewish nation because these Jews are the ones that I've called way back in the time of Abraham, ran them all the way down to 4, 4 B.C. And when 4 B.C. came, they tell me the time, the fullness of time that God sent his son to Mary. Ooh! And there was a child to be born. There was a son to be given. And you shall call his name Emmanuel. You shall call his name the Prince of Peace. You call his name the Counselor, the Almighty God, the Everlasting Father. He's going to come down in human form. He's going to die as a human man. He's going to be resurrected by the power of God, which is himself. And he's going to go back to heaven. And when he goes back to heaven, he's going to do something. He's going to do something. But the world is witnessing today, and then he said, I'm going to send the church. I'm going to send the, the, the believers. I'm going to send them the power of the Holy Ghost, and they shall be a witness for me to the utmost parts of the earth. And let me tell you, the church of the living God has been witnessing ever since then, and we got very few people that are witnessing for the Lord, very few. Very few are standing up for the Lord. Oh, they go to church. Oh, yeah, they can sing, they can preach, they can shout, they can speak in tongues, but they have never, never felt the power of God, and that is love. My God, my God, because the Bible says you know, you know, you know without a shadow of a doubt, you don't pass from death to life because you love the brothers. You love the brothers. You love the white brothers. You love the black brothers. You love the Chinese, the Japanese. You love all of them. You love those that's in the iron curtains. You love the ugly. You love the pretty. You love them. You love them so much that you're willing enough to give up your life to get, get, get the witness to them about Jesus Christ. Because if they get the witness of Jesus Christ, you're taking the blood off of your hand. And I'm telling you right now, I'm getting the blood off my hand, and I'm here to tell you tonight, you need Jesus in your life. 
whoever you are, wherever you are, you need him in your life. Guess what? This woman, now look how she's dressed. Now look how she's dressed. She's dressed cool. She's dressed ooh, immaculate. Look at this. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, red and purple, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abomination and filthiness of her fornication. Look at this. This is a low-down, dirty, rotten, conniving church that belongs to Satan. God, it doesn't belong to God. God ain't got nothing to do with that kind of crap. He ain't got nothing to do with sin. What, what Christ done, he just wants to destroy sin. Destroy it out of your soul, out of your spirit, out of your mind, out of your uh, 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 the innermost of your innermost. He wants to destroy it. So this year, man, this year woman is full of abomination, and she got a golden cup in her hand, and it's filled with filthiness. Filthiness. And what is filthy? Adultery is filthy. Fornication is filthy. Lying is filthy. Backbiting is filthy. Homosexual is filthy. Ooh, lesbianism is filthy. Ooh, incest is filthy. All that low-down, dirty, cruddy stuff stinks before God's nostril. And Satan has got the whole world, majority of the world, is following after the devil. You know why? Because the Bible says all the world wandered after the beast. And the world today is wandering after the beast. Wondering after the Antichrist. Everybody want a new leader. Everybody want a superhero. Well, the superhero is coming. And when he comes, the world is going to accept him. And the Jews are going to introduce this Antichrist, and they're going to say that he is Jesus Christ. When it is not Jesus Christ, it is an instrument that the devil is going to use to deceive the world and make him believe that this is the true Christ. But this line wonder that's coming, he is a what? He is a beast. He is a dragon. He is a serpent. He is a deceiver. He is a liar. And he's going to lie to the world that he is Jesus Christ. And the world is going to believe it. And they're going to follow the beast. Because the Antichrist is going to do something that has never been done in human history. The Antichrist is going to do a fake, listen to it, he's going to do a fake resurrection of Jesus Christ. He's going to do a fake resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the world is going to believe that this man is actually Jesus Christ when he comes back from the dead. Well, brother preacher, where do you read that in your Bible? All right. Give me, give me a few minutes. Let me finish this year 17th chapter. So this year woman represents the False church has a golden cup in their hand. False preachers, lying preachers, jackleg preachers, all kind of preachers. Preachers who is out there for one thing, sex, money, fame, and glory. Preachers who is not preaching the cross. You don't preach no cross, get out of my way. If you ain't preaching the love of God and his mercy, get out of my way. If you preaching money and fame and glory and always trying to prosper and get this and get that, get out of my way. Because that's not the way to heaven. The only way to heaven, Jesus Christ said, I, I am the way, 
the truth and the life. No man can get to the Father unless he come by me. If you want to get to God, you've got to come by Jesus Christ. If you want to get to God, you've got to come down on your bending knees at the foot of the cross and tell the Lord, thank you for the shed blood that you shed on Calvary's cross 2,000 years ago because the blood will never lose its power. The blood reaches to the highest mountain. The blood reaches down to the lowest valley. The blood can reach into the prison house. The blood can reach into hospitals. The blood can reach anywhere where the blood needs to be reached. And the only thing you've got to do is plead the blood of Jesus Christ and call on the Lord God Almighty and thank God, say, Jesus, thank God for Jesus Christ, because if it wasn't for God, there wouldn't be no Christ, because Jesus Christ is God Almighty. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. You ought to try him. I've been trying him, and he haven't failed me yet. I've been down in the valley, and he's there with me. I've been up on the mountain. He's been there with me. I've been down and out and almost level to the ground, and he's been there with me. Now, let me tell you one thing you can't do to me. You can't tell me nothing about Jesus Christ. Yes, he's my joy. This is what it says. And up on her forehead, fifth verse, up on her forehead was a name. A name was written on her forehead. Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of horlocks, the mother of prostitution, spiritually prostitution and physical prostitution, prostitution in both dimensions, the flesh and the spirit, people prostituting demons, people having intercourse with devils, both physically and both spiritually. And listen here. It says the abomination. Everything they do is an abomination to God. And God hates abomination. Six things, this six things that the Lord hates. That's abomination to him. Yeah, let's see what they are. I'm going to Proverbs. I'm going to Proverbs. I'm going to show you six things that's abomination to God Almighty. Sixth thing that God hates, and what he hates is in the sixth chapter of Proverbs. Let's get Proverbs real quick. Proverbs, the sixth chapter. Here it is, right here in front of me. Six and seven. Sixth chapter. 16 verse, 6 and, six and 16, these six things does the Lord hate, yet seven are in abomination unto him. Number one, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. That is abortions, abortion. Babies are being killed. Innocent blood is being pulled out of women's wombs and put in the trash can, used for scientific experiments. The blood of babies are crying out because women don't want to have babies. If you don't want to have babies, stop doing what you're doing. If you want to have a baby, get married. Get you a good man so you can raise that child. Just don't have babies and babies after babies. Men ought to get themselves together. 
living like a old vagabond and a fugitive from here to there, having babies, and the babies only have a chance to be raised right because what? It's abomination. It's abomination to God because God didn't instruct the sex to be used like that. But men said, I don't care what God thinks. I'm going to get my goodies. I'm going to get my cookies. I'm going to get everything I get. And guess what? You're going to pay. You're going to pay the day of judgment if you don't repent of your sins and turn from your wicked ways. Listen here. A false witness speaketh lies, and he that sowed discord among the brothers. My son, keep thy father's commandments. And forsake not the law of thy mother. These are the abominations that God hates. And God said, Vengeance is mine, I shall repay. And he's wooing the world now. Come to me. The Lord Jesus Christ is crying out to souls, Come to me. Turn from your wicked ways. Judgment is coming. 28 judgments in the book of Revelation. The earth is going to catch on fire. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Water's going to run out. The weather's going to be all tore up. Food shortage coming. Water shortage coming. There's going to be riots in the street. There's going to be shooting and killing. There's going to be murders. There's going to be all kinds of havoc things coming on 2023. Oh, we just scratching the surface right now. This is why the Bible says the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Well, this is the day of salvation. The Lord Jesus Christ is crying out to souls. Why do you think he got me on internet trying to tell somebody about somebody who can save anybody from your sin, death, hell, and the grave. Listen here, this mystery Babylon, this mystery Babylon comes from the Babylon that was found in the 11th chapter of Genesis. In the 11th chapter of Genesis, you see the old Babylon, but this is the renewed Babylon. This is the mystery of Babylon. And what is the mystery of the Babylon? The mystery of Babylon is those same old spirits, the same old spirits. That was in the day of Nimrod in the 11th chapter. Same old spirits have moved up into 2022 and they reestablished another Babylon called Mystery Babylon. And this Mystery Babylon is headed off by a woman and she is dressed to kill. Ooh, that woman looks good. Man, she got a leg, she got the breast, she got the lips. She got the lipstick, she got the long hair, she got the eyes, she got everything fixed, and men go crazy. They're pulling their hair out of their heads to get to that woman. And men today is loving this great whore, the whores of doctrines, the whores of lies. And people love lies more than they love the truth. And that's why God said, I'll give you up to a reprobate mind because you won't receive the love of the truth. Yeah, we're living in the last days. Yeah, the church time is getting ready to close. Yeah, the true church is getting ready to leave the earth. Yeah, you might be laughing now, but you won't be laughing too long if you, if, if, if you can live that long because people are dying. Dying like flies. They're dying. Young folks dying. Babies die. Old folks die. People dying just standing up. People just dying, getting run over by a car. People being murdered. Women being raped. They cut up and put in baskets and thrown in a gondola. And the world is saying, oh, oh, what are we going to do? We need more police. No, you don't. You need more Jesus. You need more Jesus in your life. You need to repent of your sins. But that sin on harden your heart so bad that you don't want to get saved. You care nothing about the salvation at the cross. They don't even sing blood songs no more. The Christian faith stands on the blood songs. Down at the cross. Oh, my God, Jesus, keep me near the cross. 
the old rugged run. You don't hear that more. You hear a bunch of jim jam, jim jam, jiggy jiggy jiggy, jiggy 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 jiggy. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me something. Tell me something. How Jesus hung on high and stretched him wide. He died. Tell the sun refused to shine. He died until the moon turned red with high blood, blood pressure. He died until the earthquake like jello, and they didn't know what was going on. Hell had convulsions. The devil trembled and knocked his knees together when Jesus Christ came down to the bowels of hell and took the keys of death and hell from him and said, now nah, I got all power in heaven and earth. Ah, yes, yes, you got majority of the population of the world. Oh, yes, and I'm, 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 I'm sorry to say it's not my fault and it's not nobody's fault but yours because if you go to hell, you go to hell because you want to go. You go to hell because you reject Jesus Christ. You go to hell because you saw you you, you thought you had it and you didn't have it. But you better make sure before you leave this planet, you better know without a shadow of a doubt that you know Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. And you know you've been changed. How do I know I've been changed? I know I've been changed because I love the brother. I love people. I care for people. I desire that everybody gets saved. But I know that's impossible. Jesus Christ has been working with the church for the last, working with this last 2,000 years, trying to get people convinced that they need a Savior, and the world is spitting at it. They rejected him. They don't care for it. Uh, he was a Jew. I don't care whether he was a Jew, a Negro, or whatever. He died. And whatever color skin he came in, he came as a Savior. He come as a suffering servant. He come to say, look, I love you. I love you. I love you so great a love that I'm willing enough to give up my life and die for you. I rather, I, I, let, the, I let the world beat me up beyond recognition. I let them nail steel spikes through my wrist and through my feet. I let them pierce my side. They can spit up on me. They can kick me. They can call me everything but the Son of God. But I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And then when I die, I'm going to stay in the grave three days and three nights. And on the third day, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up on the third day morning. And I'm going to have all power in heaven and earth. And the false church is saying, ha, 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 that's a bunch of hogwash. Oh, I don't need that crap. I got my wine, my women, my song. I got everything. I don't need. I got my cars. I got real estate. I got billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, what profit a man to gain a whole world and lose his soul? The only thing you gonna take to hell with you is what your eyesight, your smell, your taste, your ear, and your memory. If you hear this gospel tonight and you walk away from the gospel of Jesus Christ when He's got His hand outstretched for you to come to Him and you walk away, not from me. You ain't walking away from me. You're walking away from His word. You're walking away from His crucifixion. You're walking away from His suffering. You're walking away from His resurrection. And if you walk away and you die tonight without Christ in your life, you gonna a bus hell wide over. And I don't say that in anger. I say that in love that lets you know the Lord is warning you through me because I don't want my blood to be up on your hands. You need Jesus Christ tonight. This is what it says. This is what it says. This Babylon, the great mother of harlots, an abomination of the earth. We already found out the seventh abomination. Proud. A proud look. 
Let's go over that again. Proud look. A lion tongue. Hands that kill babies. Hands that abort babies. Hands that cut up babies. And put them in a, a pan and, and use it for a scientific experiment. Cut up babies with a wife where the woman don't want the baby. Just kill it. Just throw it away. God said it's an abomination. A heart that divides wicked imagination. Imagination, anything that's wicked. Imagination beyond my mind can even comprehend. Feet that's swift and run into mischief. People who like to get into mischief, robbing banks, killing, rape, and all that stuff. They love it. And God said, I hate it. It's abomination. A false witness, a lying false witness, speaking lies. And he that saw discord among his brothers. Six to seven abominations that God said, I'm going to repay you. And he died for that. He died for that. He suffered for that. And if you just, if you just knew, if you just knew what Jesus looked like after they had hung him on the cross, if you just could look at it and observe what he looked like when they took him off the cross, you will pull the hair out of your head what they did to the Lord God Almighty. They did him in. Never, never, never have a man suffered for the sins of humanity like Jesus Christ to save your soul from hell. And my friends, this is Elder Bazaar, hell is real. Hell is real. Hell is authentic. Hell is a place separated from God. And if you haven't been reconciled back to God through the blood of Jesus Christ, you are going to be separated from God forever in hell. Because no sin, no sin will ever come in the presence of God in his heavenly throne. You talking about a pure place? Woo! No sinner will ever walk the streets of gold. No sinner will ever see God face to face. No sinner will ever come into the place in which he can abode with God. Guess where the sinner's going to land up at? All right. Let's go to the sixth verse. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints. The false church will actually try to annihilate the tribulation saints. They will actually try to get rid of all the Christians after the tribulation period, or during the tribulation period. She will actually, listen, and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. She's going to shed so much blood, she's going to get drunk. And with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus, those that die for the cause of Christ during the tribulation period, it's going to make this church drunk. The son of man is going to get drunk. He's going to be staggering up and down the streets. They're going to be cussing and lying and wondering why they don't 
worship the Antichrist. Why? Because they know who Jesus is, and they know what's going to happen to them after they are killed for the cause of Christ. They would directly go to heaven. And those that refuse the blood of Jesus Christ will directly be in hell. And when I saw her, I wondered with a great admiration. Two resurrections, resurrection of the just and the resurrection of the unjust. There's judgment at the judgment seat of Christ during the rapture. There's judgment at the end of the tribulation of the nations. And there's the great white throne, the great white throne. What is the great white throne? In the Bible, in the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, the great white throne is known as the final judgment of the wicked. The final judgment of the wicked. All the wicked, from Genesis to the book of Revelation at the end of the millennium reign of Jesus Christ, the great white throne will occur. That will be the judgment for the wicked. The judgment for the righteous will happen during the time of the rapture of the church. When the Lord comes to get the saints of God, they will go to the judgment seat Bema. They will be judged for the works that they have done here on the earth while they were Christians. Whether you worked a long time or whether you worked a short time, because your salvation does not depend upon your works. Your salvation depends on your faith by repenting of your sins and accepting Jesus Christ. So if you get saved one minute before the rapture and accept Jesus Christ, you will directly go to heaven, just like this, twinkling of an eye. But if you're not saved, you won't move nowhere because you don't know Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit and his shed blood. So judgment seat of Christ is for those that they're going to be judged for their works that they have done here on earth. What you've done for Christ is only stand. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, you can't do nothing for him because all that you do, all that I do, I do it through Jesus Christ. Paul said, this life that I now live is not I that live it, but Christ that liveth in me. So Christ lives in you. You will do the works of Christ. When you do the works of Christ, it will be right. It will be right. It won't be yourself. Yourself is dead. Self is gone. If you in Christ, you will do what Christ did. You will obey Jesus Christ. You ain't worried about what people say about you. And you're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and give your rewards according to your works. It's not for condemnation. It's for the rewards that you will get at the beam seat of Jesus Christ, which is five crowns that will be received by different people that what they've done, they will get a crown. That's the genesis of Bemacy. And then the judgment of nations will happen after the seven-year tribulation. And then the judgment of the wicked will be on the end of the millennium reign. After millennium reign, the devil will be cast into the lake of fire. 
the Antichrist and the false prophet was cast in after the tribulation period. So now the only one that God is going to deal with is the great white throne. Let's see what Revelation says about the great white throne. All right. Let's go to the book of the book of the 20th chapter of the 20th chapter of Revelation, 20th chapter, 11th verse. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away and there was was found no place for them. In other words, they're going to be suspended in the middle of the universe, and the earth is going to flee away, and they'll be standing on nothing. They'll be suspended in the air. Millions of people, millions of wicked people, from Adam all the way down until the end of the millennium reign. All the men that died in wars, all the men that committed murder, all the men that we all the men that all the people that rejected Jesus Christ and lived in their sins and enjoyed their sins and refuted the blood of Jesus Christ will be at the great white throne. You got that now? This is Bible. This ain't on hocus pocus. And I saw the great white throne and him that sat on it, from whom the face of the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, the dead. They're alive, but they dead. they dead because they are in sin. They're dead because they rejected Jesus Christ. They're dead because they refused Jesus Christ. They're dead because they parted, they parted, they they raped, they did, they crimped, the criminals, they, they they was in wars, and they they did all kinds of low-down rotten things, dirty, rotten things. They spit at God, told God, pick a fly and leap. You, you old fogey, uh, you ain't nothing. You ain't going to do nothing. You just sit up on the throne. Come on now, sit up on the throne doing nothing. Ah, I don't know. But they're going to be there. And he says, now listen to this. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before who? God. The books were open. And another book was open, which is a book of life, the life that you live. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the book, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead. People who died at sea, died in the woods, died People who just died don't even know they were they buried, died, which were idiots. And death and hell delivered up the dead. All those that was in hell come out, not the lake of fire, but Hades. Delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to to their works, not according to the salvation, because here there's no salvation in here. They rejected salvation. 
They rejected the blood. They rejected the redemptive plan. They they rejected the deity of Christ. They were saying that he is not God Almighty. Well, this is going to prove exactly at the great white throne that he is God Almighty. Now listen, and they will judge every man according to their works. And death and hell was cast. Now, and death and hell were cast into 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 the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life cast into the lake of that, that you, you read that, read it. The preacher's not preaching this today. The motivation preachers, the money, the fame, they ain't preaching this today. They don't even come from Revelation. They think Revelation is a comic book. But Revelation is not no comic book. Revelation is a blessing to the saints of God. Revelation to me is a victory of the church. Revelation to me is the hope of the church. Revelation to me is all that I'm living for. I'm living to see Jesus. I'm living to walk with Jesus. I'm living to hold his hand. I'm willing to see him, and I'm going on in there. Make no difference what the count may be costed. Very few friends I have, but that's all right. I still love them all right on me. But heaven, if you miss heaven, oh, my God, my God, if you miss heaven, buddy, you're going to be in a miserable state. Jesus Christ prepared hell for the devil and his angels. He didn't prepare for mankind. But mankind got a free will choice. You are free to choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my household, I'm going to serve the Lord with all my mind, all my soul, all my strength. I'm going to serve him till I die. For God I live and for God I die. That's Revelation. Listen, it says, and all those were cast into the lake of fire. And you notice, it says they were cast into the lake of fire. So what you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about nobody is going to walk the hill and jump in themselves. The angels are going to have to pick every soul up and cast them into hell or push them into hell. But no man, when the, when the wicked see the lake of fire, they ain't going to move until the Lord push them and pick them up and throw them into hell. Pretty people, righteous people, people who had good moral values, but they didn't accept Jesus Christ. People who really were no criminals in there, but they didn't accept Jesus Christ. People who went to church, people who sung in the choir, pre- preachers who preached behind the pulpit, oh, but they didn't accept Jesus Christ. No, they refused to accept Jesus Christ. They refused and tried to get to heaven on their own self-righteous, but your righteous is as filthy rag, dirty. The only righteous that God's going to be pleased with is the righteous of his dear son. You need Jesus this afternoon.
This is Elder G. Bazaar. This is Watchman on the Wall. God loves every one of you out there. He loves you so much, he's done something that nobody else could do. Now, if, if, if nobody else can do that and he did it, what's your problem? You want to try to get to heaven on your own? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I guarantee you 99.9999999 or 110%, you'll never make it. You'll never make it without Jesus Christ being in your heart and in your soul and in your spirit. Because when Christ comes, he's going to yank that soul and spirit out of your body and transform you from mortal to immortality. And you're going to have a body just like Christ. And you cannot get a body just like Christ until you have the Holy Ghost in you. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, you will be left here at the time of the trumpets. The trumpets, didn't, the trumpets sound this year in September. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Feast of Trumpets. They sound the trumpet, but there was no rapture. No man knows the hour or day. But I will tell you one thing. I know the seasons of times. Jesus Christ is coming in the fall. He didn't come this fall, but this year coming up, 2003. And all the Bible prophecies getting ready to be fulfilled, just a few more things, a few more touch-ups, because God is going to wake up the world and see if they receive the Bible prophecies that's yet to come. And that's World War III, that's war with Israel and Iran and Iraq, war with Libya, war with Turkey, war with all these countries that's trying to wipe out the Jewish people. God said, don't touch the apple of mine eye. You touch my Jewish people, you want to pay the price. Hey, the price is not pretty. You touch God's people, and you want to pay. He said, I'm going to make it so bad that when they come against Jerusalem, I'm going to cause their flesh to melt up on them, up on their bodies. Touch Jerusalem. And Putin right now is determined. Gog and Magog is determined. In the 38 and 39th chapter of Ezekiel, you got to read it because it's in there. Putin is going to try to come down and rape Jerusalem with five nations and come down on the holy mountain. And God said, when you come down in the holy mountain, I'm going to cause fire and brimstone and hell come down on you. I'm going to cause a great earthquake so great that every human being up on the planet is going to feel it. Fishes in the sea, the animals on the land is going to feel God wrath. He said, I'm going to sanctify myself. 6,000 years men have tried to dethrone God, discredit God. They have tried to wipe him off the face. They have tried to deny him. But God said, I'm going to sanctify myself and show you who I am. I am that I am, and there is no other. And puny man needs to fall down on his puny, rusty knees and repent of his sin that he's done against the holy God because God can't stand sin. And if you don't accept him, then you've got to pay for your own sins. And I don't want you to do it.
This is Watchman on the Wall. This is Elder G. Bazaar. This is the close of the two churches, the false church, which will be headed by the Roman Catholic Pope, is getting together 352 nations, 352 nations of different denominations and occults and ideologies. They're all going to come together under one umbrella and try to put themselves as the true church, which will be the great whore that set us up on the scarlet beast with a golden cup in her hand that's filled with filthiness. Filthy. Money is filthy. Sex can be filthy outside of marriage. And being a physician in the church can be filthy. And all this orish antics that man is putting down, all the gays is in the cup. All the lions, all the whoremongers, all the adulterers, all the, the wife swappers. Oh, yeah, wife swappers, all the sex orgies and all the sex parties and all the all the footballs and the, the basketballs and the, all these games and all these different kinds of parties that people have is in the cup, in the cup. And people are drinking it. They're sucking it up. And the more they suck it up, the more they get more violent. And God said, I'm going to see you a strong delusion that you will believe in a lie because you see not the love of the truth. Antichrist that I'm talking about, it is a lie. He is a lie. And in the middle of the tribulation, after the rapture, in the middle of the three and one half years, the Antichrist will be what? Assassinated. Where is that at, preacher? I'm going to find it right now. 13th chapter of Revelation. You don't, you don't see the great whore. Now, here's the, here's the one that the woman is riding on. She's going to ride on the Antichrist for the first three and one half years. She's going to have control of the Antichrist for the first three years because the Antichrist is going to make a covenant with Israel. And when he lies to position, he's going to turn on his own bride and burn her. Now, listen to what it says. 13th chapter of Revelation. And I stood up on the sands of the sea, and I saw a beast, the Antichrist, no, I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and seven European, the seven uh, empires, the ten horns. European common market, that's what that is. And up on his horns, ten crown, authority. And up on his head has the name blasphemy. And the beast, which I saw, was like a leopard. It's going to be a swift. He's going to be swift. And his feet was like a bear. He's going to be vicious. And his mouth was like the mouth of a lion. He's going to have great authority. And then it says, then the dragon... The dragon is the devil, the devil is Lucifer. 35 names in the Bible describe Lucifer. And his seat 
and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death, assassination there. The Antichrist is going to be assassinated by an assassin. And it was wounded to death. He's going to die. You see it? Wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And oh, oh, my God, all, A-L-L, all the world, all the world wondered after what? The beast. They didn't wonder after Christ because this is the world. This is the world way of saying that they are Christians. But they're lying wonders. The devil has tried to pollute Christianity, but he can't do it. You can't pollute the blood of Christ. You can't deter the blood of Christ. You can't get rid of the blood of Christ. It's shed once and for all. Ain't no more dying. Ain't no more. Uh, ain't no more resurrection. It's all done. The blood has already been sealed in the believer. And all the world wondered after the beast. They followed the Antichrist. They, they worshiped the dragon, the devil. Witchcraft, voodoo, voodoo. Uh, Ouija board, Lord have mercy. Look at, look, wait a minute. Look at this. All these religions, all these religions that we have today is worshiping Satan. We got the Illuminati, the skull, uh, uh, skull, skull and bone, the Knight Templars. These, these are worshipers of Satan. These, these, these secret society worships the devil. The Club of Rome, United Nations, the New Age movement, Octopus Deus, the Freemasons, Jesuits, European Union, the Bilderbergs, Kabbalah, Baphomet, the GOAT. All these are Satan worshippers. Witchcraft. We got over 4,200 and different kinds of religions that do not even accept the cross. They deny the cross. They don't want nothing to do with the blood. They curse the blood. They say, oh, it ain't nothing to the blood of Christ. And these are the ones that does it. Jehovah Witness. You got it? Jehovah Witness. Deny the deity of Christ. The humanists deny the deity of Christ. They deny the blood of Jesus Christ. The occults, the dark shadows and the witchcraft and the Ouija board and the tarot cards and all this stuff is what? Blaspheming God's word. Evolution. Man come from a monkey. Abomination. Witchcraft. Atheism. Buddhism. Taoism. Islam. Secularism. Judaism is the only one that comes close to what God instructed in the Old Testament, but Judaism is no longer in use because when Christ came, he come not to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. What the law could not do, Christ died. Christ died, we're no longer under Judaism. We got paganism. We got agnosticism. We got Hinduism. We got spiritualism. We got Hindu. We got Bayar. We got schism. We got Scientology. We got deists. We got voodoo. We got Satanists. We got circleism. We got Mormonism. We got all these religions that man 
and put up in the main thing that they deny, flat out. They deny that Jesus Christ is God Almighty. They say he is not God Almighty. Jehovah's Witness does that. And you got the Protestants. You got the Protestants that started off with the word of God, but they fell away. The Baptists, the Presbyterians, the Lutherans, the Nazarenes, the Pentecostals have fell away from the faith. Because the Bible says in the last days there shall be a falling away from the faith. In other words, Christianity to the world, people want to put in the garbage. They want to put that in the garbage. They crucified Jesus Christ on the outskirts of Jerusalem because they said he was not worthy to be crucified within the city. That's the sign of this year New World Church that's denying who Christ is. And since they deny who Christ is, they will follow the Antichrist. Now listen to what it says. And they worship the dragon which gave power into the beast. What's going to happen? Well, the Antichrist is going to be assassinated in Jerusalem by an assassin. In the first three and one half years, the Antichrist would bring a semi-peace. And the world would say, yes, this is the man. The Jews would say, this is our Messiah. And God already told the Jewish people when he was here on earth. He said, if I come in my father's name, y'all will not receive me. But if another come in his own name, y'all will receive him. This Antichrist will come in his own name, and the Jews are going to accept him, and the Gentiles are going to say, yes, we know that the Jews are right, but the Jews are going to be wrong, and they're going to find out they are trying to be deceived by the devil to worship him. This is what it says. And they worshiped the dragon, the devil, after the resurrection, which gave power unto the beast, the Antichrist. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? What man on the planet is able to defeat the dragon? Who was able to make war with the devil? Who was able to overthrow the devil? Who was who, who able to control the devil? Nobody. Nobody but one man. One man. One God man. One man that came down here in flesh and suffered and died and got up out the grave in three days and went back to heaven. And now he's coming back to get a church without a spot or a wrinkle. Who is able to defeat this beast, this dragon, this serpent, this Apollo? Who is able to defeat him? Nobody but Jesus Christ. No preacher, no bishop, no, no. No prophet. No, nobody but Jesus Christ, the lion out of the tribe of Judah and the root of David, is able to veil to open the book. And when he opened the book, the white horse came, and then the red horse came, and then the black horse came, and then the 
pale hard skin. Nobody has power to open the book or even look upon it but Jesus Christ. So who is able to defeat Lucifer? God Almighty through his son Jesus Christ. Woo! And there was given to him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given to him to continue forty and two months. Forty and two months. These forty and two months equal three and one half years in the middle of the tribulation. They will lay the Antichrist in the morgue. He will be dead for three days. He's going to do a duplicate. A false thing, a false fake jack leg resurrection. This resurrection will be caused by Satan. Satan is in the first and second heaven now. And Satan is getting ready to come down here on this earth. Yes, he is. He's coming. He's coming, and he's going to incarnate himself into this body of the Antichrist and raise him from the dead. And when he raises him from the dead, the whole world, y'all don't get it, the whole world is going to witness a resurrection of the Antichrist and think it's Jesus Christ, and he is going to cause the world to bow down to him by receiving a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Otherwise, they will not be able to buy and sell. It's coming, honey. It's here. It's here at our front door. Crypto dollar. Going to a cashless money system. Everything is being converted into a new technology, and people are falling for it like men falling off a cliff. Church folks is believing it. And if anybody know, should know anything about Revelation, it's the church. And the church is dumbfounded. Preachers are dumbfounded. They're preaching about Jack and Jill and uh, 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 Little Miss Muffet sitting on the tuffet eating their cursy pie. They're preaching that stuff. You can't preach that stuff and expect nobody to get saved. you got to preach Christ. Him crucified. Die. Come from the grave. Take the penalty of sin. Nail them to a cross. And everything he said he was going to do, he done it. And the devil don't like it, and the devil's been defeated. And in the book of Revelation, we see that the world will wonder. The whole, it says, all the world, all the wicked people will wonder after the beast and say, who is able to fight against this dragon, this Leviathan, this snake, this serpent, this old serpent that was in the Garden of Eden have took man through 6,000 years of hell and then go and Take them to hell, those that want to go. You don't want to go to hell. Oh, no, you don't want to go to hell. And folks are falling in hell every day. Every day. Where is the church? No, the church is squabbling about 
who got this and what, what we going to do tomorrow, what kind of party we going to have. Their church ain't out there telling somebody. Their preachers ain't out there repenting. I say, I'm pastor. I don't have to go out there. No, but you should have some five-brand people. Amen. They know how to go out there and tell somebody and bring them in and tell them like it is and live the life so you can tell them. But they're not living the life. They're doing the same thing that the world doing. And guess what? Every man won't stand before the judgment of God. It's appointed once for men to die. And after death, it's not Walmart. And after death, it's not J.C. Penney's. After death, it's not Kmart. After death, it's not no restaurant. It's the judgment. God is going to judge the world in righteousness. And when he comes back, he's not going to be born in a manger. He's not coming on a train. He's not coming in an airplane. The Bible tells me exactly how he is coming. And he's going to look glorious. How do I know? I go to the 19th chapter, the 11th verse of Revelation. Let's see what old John the Revelator had to say about it. Go, let's get there. Amen. 1911. 1911 says, John, the 19th chapter, 11th verse closes the what? It closes the tribulation period. That's the end. Here's the end of the tribulation period. And John said, this is what John said he saw. And I believe what John said he saw because he got it from God. And he said, and I saw heaven open. The heaven that you see above your head is going to open. And behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. And in, and in what? And in righteousness, he does, he does judge and make war. Wartime, Armageddon. Armageddon, this is Armageddon. His eyes were flame of fire, and his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vest that dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies, where's the army? Who's the army? The army is the church. The church, the armies which were in heaven followed him up on white horses. So the church is going to come back to earth on white horses. Oh, yes, he is. I know he is. I feel he is. I you talking about right. And heaven and heaven followed him. And were 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 in heaven followed him up on white horses, clothed in fine linen. Not no dirty linen, fine linen. Not no wrinkle linen, fine linen. White and clean. And out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. That with it he shall smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treaded the winepress with his fierceness and the wrath of the Almighty. And he had on his vestments and on his thigh a name written, King, oh, Lord have mercy, King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus Christ is coming back, my friends. 19th chapter of Revelation says he's coming back on the white horses, and there's going to be white horses behind him. And this is the army of the Lord, which is the saints, the church, the firstborn of them that slept, the one that Jesus Christ called out in the book of Acts. Let's see when he called the church. Here's the church. 
Lord, have mercy. Look what it says in the book of Acts. Let's see what Acts says. In the book of Acts, we read these words. Acts 2. Acts 2. Yes. Yes. Acts 2. Here we go. Acts 2, birth of the church, conception of the church. Let's see what they did. What were they doing in the day of Pentecost? Were they playing Pete Knuckle? Were they uh, uh, getting ready to go to Las Vegas? Let's see. Uh, uh, were, they, 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 were the men following the women and the women following the men? What were, they, were they drinking? What were they doing? What were they doing on the day of Pentecost? What were they doing? Were they fussing and fighting? No. What the Bible said they were doing. Here's what they were doing. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared in them cloven tongue like as a fire, and set upon each one of them. And they all were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews and devout men out of every nation under heaven. When Now when this was a noise abroad, the multitude came together, and they were confounded because every man heard them speaking their own language. All right, this is how the gospel got, got out. It got out by speaking in tongues, that each tongue that they spoke in, the nations of the world, of the Jewish world, has picked up a different dialect. And so when they hear their language speak under the power of the Galileans, they say, how these men can speak in the other tongue when they're Galileans? They ain't never been nowhere, but they said, don't you know, this was spoken by the prophet Joel, that in the last days I will pour out my spirit. And the spirit that came out, it was speaking in different tongues, and they understood what they were talking about. They were telling the world, Jesus, the Christ that you crucified and hung on the tree has sent down the Holy Ghost, and I want you to be what? I want you to be not a drunkard, not a liar. I don't want you to be a whore mongrel. I don't want you to be an adulterer. I don't want you to be a, 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 a gambler. I don't want you to be a, 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 a freak out homosexual. I don't want you to be a lesbian. I don't want you to be incest. I want you to be filled with the Holy Ghost and I want you to be a witness. I want you to be a witness for me. I want you to show the world what I'm like. I want you to show the world what kind of love I got for you. I want you to show the world what I did for them on Calvary's cross. I want you to show the world that I'm coming back again to get a church without a spot or wrinkle. I want you to tell the world what would happen just before I come. Come on, preach us, preach the word, preach the word. Tell the world Jesus Christ, number one, can save your soul. Jesus Christ is coming back to get a church. You don't want to be left here. You don't want to be left here. Because everything that Jesus Christ said was going to happen before I come is happening today. Every day, Bible prophecy being fulfilled. Everything that Christ said, there will be wars, wars, and rumors of wars. There will be rioting in the street. There will be killing and murderers. 
They will be homosexual. They will be envious, no doubt, dirty, rotten, devil, diabolical demons that can ravage the world. Will be killing and raping people and doing all kinds of witchcraft and voodoo and Halloween and everything will be backwards. And that's what's going on today. You need Jesus. Whoever listened to me out there, you need Jesus tonight. I'm preaching with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul to tell you you need Jesus. You need to repent. You need to admit that you are a sinner and that you need to repent and turn to Jesus Christ. Why don't you do it? Apostle Paul said, confess with your mouth. Romans 10 and 9, confess with your mouth, believe with your heart that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, and the Bible said, thou shalt be saved. It's simple. It's ABC. It ain't about, I don't do this, and I stop doing that. No, first thing you got to do, you got to repent. You got to repent of the sins you've done and believe that you need a Savior. And broken, contrite spirit, your spirit needs to be broken down to zero factor and recognize, Lord, I am nothing in your sight. I am nothing in your sight until I come to you. If I come to you, I can become one of your sons through the blood of Christ through his suffering, and through his words, that he loved me so much that he gave everything he got. Don't miss it. Don't miss heaven. Don't miss heaven. Please don't. People people are dying every day. Lost. Young people. Pretty people. Ugly people. Poor people. I died every day, every minute. Hell is a streamlined road, broad road going to hell. Now is the gate that leads to life. Don't miss heaven. You miss heaven, you need the purpose of even being born. Because Jesus Christ made a way that no other man could have made. That's who I bow down to. That's who I honor. That's who I'm in love with. I've got a love affair going on, me and Jesus. Why don't you try it? Romans 10 and 9, I read it again. It says this. For if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and thou shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes into righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made into salvation. For the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. This may be your night. The only thing you've got to do is wherever you are, you can bow your head right now and confess it. Lord, I am sorry. I'm sorry for being a sinner. I'm sorry for sinning against you. I believe that you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.